Hey everybody, uh, we are back this week for our Thursday episode of Drawing the Blank. You know, we're going to jump into our, our normal routine this episode, but I would really be remiss uh, to not use this opportunity in this platform right now to say something about what's been going on around the country. First and foremost, I just want to say, you know, All Thoughts Podcast is all about providing a perspective from different views and different walks of life. Uh, we come from a place of you know, being very open-minded and, and listening to what everybody has to say. So uh, I would take it that if you are closed-minded enough to believe that everyone doesn't deserve equality, you're probably not listening to this podcast right now. Uh, if you are, fuck you. There's really no place for that in the world that we live in today. So I still have a lot of really high emotions um, about everything going on. For, for those of you who do not know, uh, I'm biracial, I'm black, I'm white, and I'm Dominican. Um, so this, this really hits home for me in a lot of ways. Really what I wanted to talk about today, you know, I, I think at this point, everyone has heard anything I could tell you educationally, right? It's, it's out there in social media. Fortunately, you know, it's, it's everywhere. So I can't tell you anything groundbreaking that you haven't already heard, but what I did want to talk about was just a little bit about kind of the actions that people can take to support this movement, what you can do. Uh, I know a lot of what's going on right now is people asking, how can I help? What can I do? You know, how can I be supportive? And I know that there are a lot of uh, different channels out there saying a lot of different things. And I can't speak for it for everyone. But what I just wanted to say was, you know, that there are a lot of different ways to support this movement. And we're all very different people. So there shouldn't be an expectation that everyone has to do everything. You know, if you're not active on social media and not posting a black square, you shouldn't feel any kind of guilt for that. But I do think we all need to take some responsibility and accountability and address this issue. I do think we all have that responsibility as citizens of the United States. You know, so there's a lot of different ways that you can support, you can demonstrate, you can advocate, you can donate, you can educate, and most importantly of all, you can go out and vote to make these changes real. I don't wanna tell people which of those avenues they need to take Personally, I would suggest you look into two. I think that's a great start. I don't, you know, I don't think there's a requirement to do, go all in and do all, everything at once. I, you know, I know that this is, this is new and very uncomfortable for a lot of people. And, and that's a great place to be in. Be uncomfortable. Get comfortable with this shit. We've, we've got to come to that at some point. So I guess, I guess what I'm really trying to say is you don't need to jump into the pool at, at 12 foot feet but the shallow end is off limits. You know, take a step into the deep end, start getting comfortable. I have a lot more opinions and a lot more stuff to say about this, but I, I really would like to, down the road, spend a whole episode where, where we really dive into this. I don't think it does it justice 
to truly, you know, give it an opening on, on our drawing the blanks uh, episode. The last thing I, I want to say is, you know, while I see the stance that everyone has, all lives matter, blue lives matter, I think it is important to understand that black lives matter is not taking away from any of that. No one is saying that your life is not important if you're not black lives matter, but it's important to understand that your life is not currently at an all-time high threat. And I think anybody taking that stance really needs to take a step back and educate themselves on what they're saying. You know, with the decision to become a police officer, that is a conscious decision an adult makes. It's a career choice to put yourself at risk every day. Being black is not that. And it shouldn't be the same fucking risk as being a police officer. Now, I will personally say, I do not think all cops are bad. I don't think all cops are bad people. But I do think the system that governs police is racist. And I think that until we really sit down and start demanding change there, we aren't going to change shit. I have a lot more things I want to say on that, but I, I do want to try to keep it short and um, really key in on my point there that, you know, I just wanted to be very clear that if you're searching for a way to support this cause, there are a lot of different ways. Don't feel like you have to do everything at once, but start getting uncomfortable and start diving into it. And that's it. Well said, my man. Well said. I like it. So let me run a thought by you real quickly. And well, this is actually something I was just thinking about as I was listening to you is I think we should, we should start either a GoFundMe or some type of ATP specific donation where we pick some, maybe some specific organization to donate to. And, uh, and essentially just have everybody contribute towards that um, on a continuous basis, right? Not just something that's going to like last a day, right? So I don't know. We can think about it. What, what, what are your thoughts on that idea? I think that's a great idea. I'd, I'll throw a hundred bucks in right now. There we go. We'll, we'll step it. We'll step it in ourselves. So we'll watch out for that. Watch out for the, uh, the potential ATP donation center i guess what we're gonna be doing we're not starting a a non god huh Whew. i'm having a hard time speaking today my man so we're not starting a non-profit we're not starting anything like that but we are going to look into probably something like a gofundme or some other type of donation specific organization that is looking to help with the cause that dorian was just speaking about um but with that said, let's uh let's take it into the the drawing in the blank the episode itself. We're going to start out with the one and only fact or fiction and uh you know today's a really big day for fact or fiction because it is going to be either the day that you go 3 and 0 or the day that I can pull you one get out. that first win. As <laughs> <laughs> I say, it's uh it's just one of those things where, like, I just don't see myself coming back from three and zero. It's gonna be three and one, maybe. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna I, be real tough. I got some good ones prepped today. Ooh, so I, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can throw you off finally today, but we'll find out. You've been, uh, you've been on it recently. So, Dorian, by all means, hit me with your first one as soon as you're ready. 
All right. Here's the first one. You ready for this? Yeah. Fact or fiction? There is now evidence of late husbands. Actually, let me start that. (laughs) I wrote that poorly. All right. Fact or fiction? Carol Baskins is going to be prosecuted due to evidence of her late husband's will being forged. Fact. Fiction. Oh, man. Okay. So I, I, I got to explain this one because this one was crazy. I saw this today and I, I like jumped in. You know, we were all in on the Tiger King stuff. So Yeah, yeah. So the headline was 100% true, will forged. Okay. They have uh, found that the will of Carol Baskin's husband was indeed forged. I think the, the witness came up and said it was forged. And I think that they did, um, they had some, somebody go and examine it. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is, everybody they had look at it was like, oh, yeah, this is 100% forged. Nice. But the statute of limitations is up on charging um, Carol okay. Baskin for any crimes is what the the police officer of that county said, he bas- the chief said, he's basically said, yep, statute of limitations is up. At this point, we know she did it. <laughs> We've got a team investigating it. Maybe we'll do something about it. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Whatever. She murdered somebody. It Doesn't happens. that just completely fit, though, the whole narrative of right? Tiger King? God, we, so we were talking about how, like, our – drawing a blank episodes are going to like unintentionally be topical. That's kind of on point with like what you would expect. I mean, that's just like, come on, come on guys. She murdered somebody that I feel like she definitely did it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how, where does a statute of limitations draw that line? Like, I feel like it's like, okay, come on. Maybe for murder, it should be a little bit of like different yeah, precedent like, there. Oh yeah. It, we, we didn't find out until way later. So <laughs> She got away with it. You do get to get away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> just Surprise, sure. it was me. Statue of limitations is up. <laughs> so, so this was all in Florida, right? I believe it was, but I can't be sure. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that if it's in Florida, that also checks out. They're definitely all out. Florida people. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're going to go with... Statute of limitations for murder probably should have a little bit of a different, you know, different precedent set on that one. I think murder is murder. You should probably be convicted at the point where you are caught and you are knowingly, I mean, you murdered somebody. You know, what's really funny about that one too. I Hmm. actually had three prep before I even found that, but I had to bounce one for that. I was like, oh, this is too good. (laughs) It it burst your bubble a little bit, came yes. in at the last seed. Like, oh, yeah, the, you're coming in. You're going to the bench. We'll <laughs> use you next week. I like it, man. All right, dude. So let's, uh, let's see if I can get one back on this one. All right, fact or fiction. They recently discovered a new type of kangaroo today in the wild in New Zealand. Well, you know, hmm. You're looking at me with those eyes, Aleko. Mm, yeah, they are. Staring right at you, boy. Fiction. Fuck. I thought I was going to get you with that one. <laughs> I really thought I was going to get you with that There's one. There's no way they person. don't know about all the kangaroos. <laughs> the island's only so big. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, first of all, not positive that kangaroos are even on New Zealand. 
<laughs> so did I say I'm New like, Zealand? I think so. I obviously they're on Australia. Not positive about New Zealand. Threw that in there. You know, I was just sitting down, and this just popped into my brain as like just like a random, like, like this oh, could I'm possibly gonna get be true. I'm gonna get them. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Not today. <laughs> Are you ready for this next one? Yeah, hit me. That's a double-sided one. Factor fiction. The Trump administration plans to have U.S. citizens. Actually, I shouldn't say U.S. citizens. U.S. astronauts on the moon again by 2025. Oh, boots to the the moon? Boots to the moon. A little bit of a shout out to our our soon-to-come segment that we have later today. Uh, So I'm going to say fact. Oh, Aleko. Oh, God. (laughs) So it's really close. He's it's like 2024, isn't it? It's 2024, Damn which it. is crazy. Oh, my God. And yeah, a little bit of a Space Force trivia in there for you. I did that yeah. one be- before I rewatched um, episode one today, and then I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. I got to keep it in, see if Aleko's been doing his homework. Apparently not. You weren't paying enough attention. To I was not show. paying enough attention. I'm sad about that. I'm s- not only am I sad that I've now officially at least tied – today like I, I can't win i can only tie um it's a big plot point of the first episode it is and but they i think they say i ah, man boobs i really must the, have not been paying attention to the on year. The joke but it is 2024 oh, fuck. you're you're probably right i'm gonna go ahead and take the l on that one that i literally just watched the, rewatched the episode today i just saw it so big l on my forehead right there boom done All right, fact or fiction, Doro. Orange Crush has just been proven to be a key contributor to colon cancer. You know, the soda, Orange Crush. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of Orange Crush in my life. (laughs) As in... Might have colon cancer. An orange soda drinker. It's maybe my, I don't know if it's first or seconds, maybe Sprite first, orange soda second, but it's really, it's right up there in my one, two combo for, for soda that I'm going to drink. Wait, seriously. Okay. So hold on. Let's pause before you give your answer. <laughs> let's pause quick soda tier ranking is, is orange, like orange soda is that high in your soda tier? Oh man. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty high up there. Damn. Okay. So like, Maybe it's just me, but like orange, orange soda falls to the wayside constantly. Like orange crush is like one of the last sodas I think about. <laughs> Give me your, right, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's a thing. It's so is it fact or fiction, bro? Fact or oh, fiction? Oh, I, I believe it's fact. I was going to say, it does some stuff to your stomach afterwards. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be drinking this. I believe it's fact. A fiction. Oh. Gotcha. Um, you know. A uh, broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't be a more accurate explanation of how this bit has been going for you. <laughs> Once a in one. a while, I get one. Once I got to say, though, you know, you drink too much orange soda. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it's doing something to the colon. You know, actually, that's funny. Is that like somebody, watch, somebody's going to come onto this and be like, and be like, nah, well, actually... Yeah. It is a key contributor to colon cancer. I'm going to be like, well, whoops. this year study show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All 
All right, let's see if I can at least tie today. All right, you, you ready for this last one? Yep, hit me. China has invaded India. Fiction. Actual fiction. It's a fact. No. No. It's a small-scale invasion right now. What? But I believe it happened three days ago. How is this? I mean, clearly there's been so much other big news that I haven't seen this. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's, I guess, somewhere in the Himalayans, they've they've started uh, moving uh, a piece of their army. And they're just kind of, it's territory that they, they had not previously claimed that they're just starting to move into. And India's like, hey, you should really back up. China's like, we're China. <laughs> it's the, so first of all, yeah, like that whole Himalaya situation has always been a big contest. Like that's, that's been a very highly contested area. And you throw Tibet in there as well. And you're going right. for like a real fun time. Right. So they've just started moving forces around territory that they had not previously claimed. Awesome. That's great. Uh, so small scale invasion. Battle of the billions. Which billion country is going to, is going to win that one? The article is interesting. I will send you the article. It was talking about how India probably needs us as an ally if anything good is going to come out of it for them. It's really, really interesting yeah. article. Oh, man. I mean, this might not be the time to ask the U.S. for anything, to be right. honest. <laughs> like, if you're relying on the U.S. right now, you're probably fucked. Yeah, you're, you're really not going to get much from us. At least not much good. Let's just put it that way. Right. All right. Last fact of fiction. And this is just, you know, it doesn't even matter. I've lost already. So whatever, Doro. Get this right. Get this wrong. I don't care. So fact of fiction. If you could travel at the speed of light, you would never get any older. If you could travel at the speed of light, you would never age? Yes. Like you, your body would never decay or you would not age on earth? You would not age. Well, on earth is like a... Well, like, that's not even possible. It's all about the rotation. Well, I mean, I guess none of it's possible. But. Right, because in theory, you don't age in space is what they say, right? It slows down your age. But, I mean, you're your body is aging. You're just not on earth time anymore. Okay. Give me the fact of the fiction before we clarify anything, because this is just making it easier for you. <laughs> you know, I, I guess this is my gimme, so it doesn't matter, but uh, <laughs> I do like to win big. I'm going to go with that. Your sources believe that's a fact. Yeah, you're right. My sources do believe that's a fact. And this is, <laughs> this is due to a, an idea called time dilation. Right. And so apparently. Yeah. Cause it's gotta be theoretical. Yeah, it is. It is completely theoretical. So when your mass becomes, so your mass becomes infinite, apparently when your speed is that high. So literally you essentially outpace time to like what our normal time standards are. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. What about when that star finally burns out? Well, then you're just, then you're just an ageless dead person. But it, right it's the yeah. that's moving at the speed of light the light the light yeah. eventually goes away yeah i mean then you're just you're just gone you're non-existent but i do want to shout really quickly out to our listeners and say hey if you have a degree in physics if you have any type of like masters phd anything like that 
please email us at atpodcast2 at gmail.com because I want to know more about this time dilation shit. I don't know about you, bro. <laughs> it's all theoretical. <laughs> it's all theoretical. Exactly. This, this, and I want them to re-explain that situation with the, uh, the reverse universe. I want to bring that one back. That one was a really good one. It was yeah. a really good one. Yeah, let's get him in. I do have some questions about space. You know, space is the place. Exactly. We uh we do have a a slightly more space themed, at I guess end to this episode. So we're actually gonna take it to our next segment, which is gonna be reviewing. Finally, drum roll, please. Space Force. Thank you for that drum roll, Doro. That was beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, before we get to that, we're gonna hit. The ad reads, at least two of them right now. We didn't start with them because, obviously, we wanted to make sure we had that great intro that we had today. But with that said, we are going to once again say how happy we are to announce our new partnership with FNX Fitness, Phoenix Fitness, right? So Phoenix Fitness is health and fitness supplements and apparel whose goal is to provide the best possible products to inspire people to rise up. I see what you did there, Phoenix. I see what you did there. With protein supplements like Restore to help build muscle, rebalance with a green blend that will help optimize your health and revive for testosterone support. You know some of your lads need it out there. For 15% off of all products, use promo code ATPODCAST and start getting your health and your nutrition supplements from Phoenix. And once again, help to rise up off script. I'm a personal trainer. I just started using Phoenix protein. Not going to lie. First of all, I love the blend. I love what it's doing. Secondly, it's like, and I say that, I don't say this lightly, Dorian. It is one of the smoothest protein powders I've ever had. And what I mean by that is it's like, it's not too overly fake sugary. There's not like too much extra chocolate taste. It literally just like, you can just drink it and down it and it, it's not bad. Right. And I think that's really the goal for protein shakes is it ta- it doesn't taste like shit. So, so what have you, what have you purchased so far? Cause I went and I tried to purchase a bunch of stuff, but yeah. all the flavors I was looking for sold out. I tried to jump on the train too late. So I'm waiting right now for the, the restock. So that's, that's a good question, man. So right now I'm just sticking with the protein. I'm going to have some of their BCAAs and some of their other products come in. I also got a shirt cause I wanted to represent. Um, but basically as for right now, I think the only things I'm probably going to end up using is like the pre-workout and the, uh, the protein supplement which, for a little bit. Which pre-workout flavor you got? I haven't had it yet. I haven't gotten it. Oh, but what did you order? I haven't ordered it yet. I haven't decided. They don't oh, have anything. You said it yourself. They don't have Oh, anything. you're in the same boat as me then. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, bring some down when you're down here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about to say we're waiting. But the key point there is Phoenix Fitness is doing it so big that right now they're just sold out of everything. They're killing the game. They don't even have some of their products in line because so many people are going out there to get them. So get some for yourself. All right. Secondly, we're going to talk about Prevolve. Prevolve, as you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know it is a Seattle-based technology startup whose mission is to empower the human body. 
Using 3D foot scanning and 3D printing, they make custom fit footwear designed for your feet. You can finally get a pair of shoes that fit perfectly. Visit the website at www.pre-volve.com. There you can schedule a foot scan, learn more about the story of Prevolve, and even download 3D shoe models if you'd like to 3D print them for yourself. All right, we're going to cut it there to Space Force. Dorian, what'd you think? First episode. Man, so I, I guess I should start with the disclaimer. I did not watch the entire series or the entire season at once, okay? Neither did I. I, I uh, got seven episodes deep, though. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's jump into episode one here. Yeah. You know. Okay, so I'm just going to say this right off the right, just right off the back, is I loved the reappearance of Lisa Kudrow. I was so stoked to see her Phoebe from Friends, man. Yeah, she's Dude. she's great. And she's like underrated funny. Yeah, oh, 100%. She's so funny, 100%. but it's so underrated. Yeah, and so, I mean, I've only seen the first episode and have not watched any more since. So I'm still waiting to see where this plot line takes Lisa, but I was so happy to see her in that episode. Um, I mean, there's a million things I could say about this show because I thought it was just very topical. Um, I mean, I love the fact that they're calling Trump just POTUS. Yeah, they're, they're like really, you know, you don't know how much, obviously they started the show making fun of him. Yeah. You don't really know how much they're going to lean into it and they do a full lean. Yeah. They're yeah. They, even just in the first episode, they like, one of my favorite parts of the episode was when the Russian guy is telling uh, Steve Carell that he needs information. And, St- and then he's like accidentally says he's just going to have the president text him from the secret phone. And Steve Carell's like, what the hell? You're not supposed to know about that. And then later, like literally like a few scenes later, Steve Carell gets a text on his phone from POTUS that says, give Bobby the information thingy. Right. <laughs> give, him, give him exactly what it's what he's asking for. Yeah, exactly. And just the way that they like, the way that they describe clearly Trump, obviously like where there is like, no, they might as well just put the name in there, but they can't. And the reason they're describing, the way that they're describing Trump cracks me the fuck up. It's great. It is great. Now the show is great. I think, you know, it's so funny at the beginning, you know, he's, He's up there. He's getting uh, a promotion to a four-star general. And he thinks he's about to take over the, the Air Force. Yep. And he goes and talks to, you know, his, his former boss. Um, <laughs> what is his name? Kick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he's talking all that shit to him. He's like, didn't you hear? You're about to be retired. Walks in there and they tell him that he's starting Space Force. Well, it was even better because, like, when they said, hey, we're starting Space Force, he, his first reaction was he just laughed. He, like, he like just was like, that's, that's hilarious. And then they are like, oh, yeah, you're in fucking charge of it. Yeah. This Sucks. is on you. Yeah, right? Let's see. Some of, the, some of the other notes that I have here. Hey, so I will say this. I think just in the first episode alone, they do a really good job very initially of, A, making fun of the government for ridiculous spending on unnecessary projects that do not help the country's citizens at all. Once again, this is pretty topical shit right here. Secondly, B, 
making the pol- like the actual politicians in the episode just look like a gaggle of the biggest fucking assholes in the world. So you got what the the younger chick, she's just like all about social media. <laughs> she's like sitting on her phone the whole time. Yeah, dude. So that was but that's such a great shot at AOC, right? Alexandria Cortez, right? Right. It, she they just called her the angry young congresswoman and it's, it's clearly supposed to be like representative of aoc i thought that was a fantastic shot um because what i like most about that is that they were able to like jump and make fun of trump but they're also like kind of making fun of other like very contemporary figures on the democratic side of things as well right well and just and just some of the things in it so like i one of the things that i thought was like so funny in it like one of the first times i like really laughed watching was uh when he's got his helicopter pilot it's uh Mm -hmm. i think in the show it's angela i think is the character's name the the pilot yeah Yeah, Um, i can't remember exactly but yeah i know who you're talking about but you know she's dry she's she's flying him somewhere they're just meeting he's like asking her a title and he's like don't be embarrassed to call yourself a spaceman. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like just so good. <laughs> it's, I mean, I think the greatest part about it is that like it, it wasn't exactly what I expected because I honestly didn't think that they were going to like have so many shots at themselves. So, like they were, I didn't think that they were going to make it seem so real in the sense of like how embarrassing it would be to actually be part of space force. Right. Or right. how ridiculous the entire situation would be. Obviously, it's a hyperbole for a lot of like different political commentary. But at the same time, there's there's like some really solid small situational stuff that I thought was really funny, like what you were just talking about. Well, and then you know you you have that the whole space force, like in the show, the whole pitch is the space force is being started because you know Trump tweeted boobs on the moon by twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> apparently 2025 in my mind but tw- yeah 2024 my which is a true part- statement he did the trump administration does want us on the moon by 2024 yeah no that's that factual that was uh that was a legitimate thing that was a thing that was said so my favorite part of the entire episode though and i think it was just because it was such like a classic steve carell moment was when he started singing kokomo by the beach boys oh, my god i have that written in my notes too oh dude i was like great songs bringing them back i love it yeah it oh dude it was just, just doing that in his office <laughs> yeah exactly it was it was like it was classic steve carell in the sense of like bruce almighty steve carell right or whatever almighty he it's evan almighty i think is, it is the evan. one that he is yeah he comes and after so, bruce yeah, Bruce Almighty of us say he's he isn't in Bruce Almighty, but he's Evan the asshole. So, but like it was, it was just so, it was classic Steve Carell. I loved it. I think the entire cast is fucking amazing. It is a really good ca- cast. One thing that I am wondering, and I'm sure that you have this question yourself, is why is Lisa his wife in prison? So okay. I, I'm glad you said that. I wrote that in my notes as well, is I love Lisa. Obviously, I started this off with saying, yo, welcome back, Lisa Kudrow, to the spotlight. But, like, why is she in prison? I have no idea. As somebody who's only watched the first episode, I have no clue. 
I don't know either right now. Ooh. And it's it's just interesting because we have this huge time jump, right? He becomes the uh, general for Space Force, mm-hmm. the commanding general of Space Force. And then we just flash forward to kind of her in prison and him there and everything's already set up and built. Yep. So I wanted to do with you, what do you think landed her in prison based on what you saw in the show? So, okay, that's a fantastic like segment within the segment because I love that question. And so I'll tell you why, because I was thinking the same thing was, okay, what do I think landed her in jail? So, you know, that scene right in the beginning where he just throws out there that they're going to be moving to Colorado and she just breaks down crying. Right. So my thought is that she started getting way too into like, prescription drugs or something right and she just had a mental breakdown while she was in Colorado and did something ridiculous like tore apart a a local uh Nordstrom rack or something and they were just like yeah you're getting the fucking jail something crazy like that like and ended up accidentally uh, like my in my mind I think she just went full Karen mode where she like destroyed a Nordstrom rack as I was saying before and then somehow accidentally knocked somebody in the head and unintentionally assaulted them that's my thought so I'm I'm gonna throw something else out there I I genuinely do not know I I have gotten to episode seven I have not closely been watching and the tv's just kind of been on I don't know if it's been revealed sometime before or if it's still coming, I, I have no clue. But I also have a hypothesis okay. of what has landed her in prison. My thinking, because she's in prison where he's at. So she's in prison in Colorado, right? It happened mm-hmm. after they got there. I'm, my bet is that something happened when they were like opening the Space Force headquarters and she like lost her shit. And like went off on somebody else yeah. in the military and they were like, we have no choice but to arrest your wife. <laughs> I think she just did something like really outlandish and crazy at like the opening of the space station because that was like the yeah. snapping point. Yeah. So you think when they were like doing the ribbon cutting ceremony, she just had like a moment. Of yeah. Some, craziness? Something happened where she was like, nope, I can't do this. Not yeah. going to spend years doing this. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And you know what? I, I love that because Lisa Kudrow is like the perfect cast for that role because you know that she's gonna be doing she's gonna do a really good job of playing that quirky i guess mom wife situation right right so and obviously i haven't seen anything past episode one so i have no idea what's to come um but it, it just it seems really well like well cast but i will say this as well i was genuinely shocked with the writing and this is spoiler alert here. So if you guys haven't watched the episode, watch it now before you listen to this portion. I was genuinely shocked that the writers had the launch go well, but also the ultimate plot twist after that was fucking awesome. Well, I mean, it kind of goes well. It doesn't go according to plan. Yeah. It, It works out, but it does not go according to plan. So no, I must say, no extracurricular reveals here. I just, I'm saying I was shocked. I thought that when they were launching that 
rocket that it was just going to blow up in their face. And I thought that was just going to be the end of the episode. It just seems like what the direction of how the entire episode was going was they were going to try and launch the rocket. It was going to, it wasn't going to make it to orbit. It was going to blow up and Steve Carell, the, it was going to pan out from Steve Carell's face in pure, just like disbelief into nothingness. That was what I expected. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, you know, there was so much going on in that episode. There was so much taken. I don't think they could have made that go on. Like, you know, it was, there were so much other things happening in the episode. Like you remember that he went and gave the, the speech at the high school on why they should join yeah. space force. And his whole thing was like, this is not a scientist expedition to study rocks. We're going to occupy the moon. <laughs> Boots on the moon, man. Like how crazy is that pitch as a, as a high school senior, like, are you, uh, are you buying into space force? If someone uh, gives you that pitch. So, you know, those two guys, in the high school that were really like amped about it and really pumped. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the third one of those guys. I yeah. mean, to be fair, they did say he, he did say, you know, $35,000 towards college. That's, that's a lot. I'll say that's change towards college to yeah, that's covering a, covering a decent amount. That's one year of out of state tuition at Oregon. <laughs> right. Well, and if you're, if you're there at the beginning, you're probably not even going to the moon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, yeah. You're <laughs> 2024 is a long ways away to a certain extent. We'll see how long I can make it. I, I don't know, man. I think if I was in high school and some guy just yelled boots on the moon to me enough times, I'd be like, yeah, man, fuck it. Boots on the moon. Let's do what it. Are, what are my boots still doing on earth? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's get to the and moon. I love how he had to pause and he was like, those American boots. I mean, they might not be made in america they might be made in somewhere else but there are american feet in those boots <laughs> just yeah. like, well it's an international mission <laughs> <laughs> and, like when they were talking to the scientists and he was like we're all u.s citizens here and they all all the scientists were just like uh actually i'm from sri lanka um i'm from belgium i'm from <laughs> it was just perfect i don't know it encapsulated the state of the united states very well in my opinion I thought so too. Uh, I also thought it was interesting that they had a uh, Fred Willard in there. Yeah, RIP by the RIP way. RIP to Fred. Yeah, he, yeah. he did great in that role though. Him playing his dad, and mm-hmm. he's got to use like the satellite to find his mom who's left the house. Yeah, I was sad we didn't find out who his mom is. In I, the first I was episode. really hoping too. I thought it was gonna we we're gonna get a good one there. Yeah, it was just it just shows a, a random white woman in the middle of the street, and uh, and that was disappointingly it. But, you know, such is life. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I think that's, that's pretty much all the comments I have on the show overall. Okay, let's end it on this, Dorian. Out of 10, what are you giving this? The episode or the show? The episode. Let's do a running tally. We'll do a continuous tally of what we think of every episode. So, out of 10, and you have to understand, for me at least, I don't like to judge a show off of its, its pilot episode. Mm-hmm. It's typically doing a lot of introduction where you're introducing us to character scenery. You can't really get into the meat of an episode in episode one when you're still having to, you know, you got 30 minutes to introduce everybody. There's only so many good jokes you can do while you're setting the stage, if you will. So I'm going to give episode one, and I'm a hard writer. I'm going to give episode one a six. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So I am going to say a seven. 
my actually I was pretty firm on seven right away. To me, it's a C C grade kind of pilot. Like I thought it was funny. It had some funny moments, but you're right. It is tough for pilots to like do a lot because they are, you know, pilots, right? They have to introduce the entire plot line, the people, they have to start like framing everything that's going to come on the show. So there's, there, there was a lot going on. And at times it was very like, oh crap, like there's just so much new stuff rolling in, but that's, that's to be kind of expected. So no, I agree with you, man. It's, I'm going to say seven. I thought it had some pretty funny moments. It didn't wow me. Like it wasn't like the funniest thing I had seen in my life, but I will definitely be continuing to watch it. And I'm excited to continue to watch it. I do have one more question on it that that's been driving me nuts forever. And I need to know if this is a real thing. Gifting someone a pineapple. What is that? So actually, actually I've heard of this before. I've heard of this before. I think it is like a, I want to say, and I could be very wrong about this. So we might need to fact check me later on this. I think it's like a sign of like, um, essentially an apology sign. Like it's specifically for like, Hey, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Here's a pineapple. And I think this is like something that is like a more common societal thing than people realize. Have you ever been given a pineapple? No, because nobody's ever been that sorry, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. It's wild. I'd never seen that before. I was, it was a little weird. Is this, is this a joke? Did I miss a setup earlier? No, man. No, it's, I think it's just like an actual thing that we're just both woefully unaware of. I didn't know people was giving out pineapples and honestly, I'm a little disappointed. I've never received one. I'm going to say this Dorian, next time I see you, I'm going to gift you a pineapple. I'm going to hold you to that. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we're going to finish it out on our last two ads of the day. We're going to swoop into ESR embroidery the makers of the ATP apparel line. So are you looking for custom apparel for your growing business? Are you looking to make personalized logos for you, your team, or just want some custom swag for yourself? Well, if you do come to ESR embroidery for all your personalized apparel needs, we're talking shirts, hats, hoodies, and more built on ingenuity designs and detailed work, you'll be able to bring the designs you've always been looking for alive at ESR. Find them on Instagram at ESR underscore embroidery for personalized inquiries or on Etsy for other work. Last but not least, we are going to talk about Down Dog Athletics. Down Dog Athletics mission is to make yoga and mental health more accessible to athletes so they can improve their performance. Every yoga sequence is designed to mimic movement patterns seen in the gym and on the field. Every mindset technique is put through the lens of how an athlete sees the world. We believe that every athlete needs a balance between their light and their dark side. We are programmed to be dark side dominant, always going harder and faster. But sometimes we need to tap into our light side by slowing down and practicing stillness. When you slow down, you gain more awareness. When you gain more awareness, you smooth out inefficiencies and become faster. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue. I love it. God. So if you want to find out about Down Dog Athletics more, please go to downdogathletics.com. 
There you can find programs to better help reach your mental and physical goals. Dorian, I'm just going to have to say this right now before we wrap this up. We need to figure out an ATP moniker that is just as like perfect as that slow is smooth and smooth, smooth is fast. Smooth is fast. No, oh, I do love that. It just it's very God, good. gets me. Gets me hyped every time I read it. It's good. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, we need to, find, we need to figure I, out one. I think I'm drawing off of your energy. You, you can tell it really comes through in your face that you love. Yeah, you love yeah, that man. Lot. It's I must say nobody can. Everybody who's listening, they can't see my smile, but it's there. It's big. I'm grinning. It's very big. I can confirm. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, thank you all for listening. We love and appreciate every single one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, if you like the show, if you like the episodes, especially if you like drawing a blank. Leave, leave us some reviews, rate the episodes, give us some stars, throw us some stuff. We want to know what you guys think of this show because that at the end of the day is just going to continue to make us better. So please go to Apple Podcasts, go to Anchor, go to Spotify, go to Stitcher now, rate us, review us, listen, check us out, see how you can help to make us an even better continuous podcast. We're going to sign off there. Thank you again, everybody. Take care and hope you are all doing well.